1: Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I
0: am Jared
2: Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana, in studio. In We're studio. back.
1: We're back. You're back from Boca.
2: Back from Boca. I, I have like a big month of traveling. I just like booked all you know what you ever like book your tickets all at once? You yes. like get it and you start looking ahead, you're like, oh my God, I'm gonna be here, I'm gonna be there.
1: Do you ever have a moment where like you booked it a while ago and then it comes time and you're kind of like I don't really feel like doing all of this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the story of my life. Yeah. I'm like, that's tomorrow. Right. You know, like, um, yeah, I, I definitely have that. But then I also have the opposite where I'll book something so far out. It's as if money didn't exist.
1: Right. As if, Right. Right. Because it doesn't count anymore because you already bought the ticket. So right. So you're kind of like, it's a free trip.
2: It's a free trip. It was on the last credit card statement.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
2: So I, I have that. I I know it's all this emotional crap
1: well how are you what's going on um i'm good i've got we got we got valentine's day a week away are you a week away are you excited to not have to have a valentine's day plan (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm um,
2: you know I think the farther you get away from Valentine's Day the more you're like oh that seems nice like uh, you you kind of mm. want someone for Valentine's oh, you Day you do want to do something I, I think like it's when you have it you don't want it and when you don't have it you want it right. type of thing it's, always
1: the th- it's the grass is always greener kind of situation right
2: when I was in a relationship it was like this was a problem to be solved.
1: Yes, right. You need a plan.
2: You need a plan. So, yeah. like, you need a plan, and then it's like, especially at levels of dating, it all the plan always changes. I'm sure there's someone listening out there who's been on three dates with someone.
1: That's the that is the weirdest time of 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 dating to have Valentine's Day be.
2: What do you think? There. You think of three dates? I think three dates is easier than I think two months. Nothing has been said yet. You've um. been on. four. Six
1: dates. Well, three dates, it's like I'm going to need some sort of acknowledgement of Valentine's Day. If it's going, right. if there's going to be a fourth date, there's going to be, we're not just going to pretend the day didn't exist.
2: We can't ignore it. Yeah.
1: Right. Two months, you better have a plan. If it's, if you're, this is, and if there's no plan, that's very telling.
2: See, right. I mean, my move. If, Do you text
1: the people that you've gone on dates with if you're still talking to them on Valentine's Day? If I was day? to
2: still be talking with someone, the text would be in joke form. Like it would. <laughs> And that just made it so bad. Yeah, I would have to fuck with it. I would I discomfort equals joke to me. Okay. And that's not a good way to communicate. I know that's not a good way to like. How would you joke about it? I would be like, happy I would send the person like happy Valentine's Day. Uh, the choir will be at your place around seven to be singing you Billy Joel. Are you okay with that? Will you, you be there?
1: <laughs> oh my god. I would hate that. I'm not sure what we are. I have anxiety. This guy is like fucking with me about right. not pretending that he's going to do something romantic and then absolutely doing none of that. I think that's the worst way to go. About Here's it. the
2: problem. If I.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love how mad you got. Here's the problem. No, you're, right, I mean, you're right. I remember this because my, my sister had this happen to her mm. at some point like a few years ago and she texted this guy. She's like kind of seeing. Texted her like, "Oh, I got flowers on the way." But flowers as, is too small, or something. Do, do you know what I mean, like something like that. And I was like, "That's fucked up," right? Like, because the actual plan was nothing. So <laughs> I think it's
2: yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think it's like mean. It's a little mean. This is where the problem comes up. You, I, for me to do the joke, jokey. You either have to have not been on a date yet. Like the joke works if you've like not been on the first date, you just met on an app,
1: right. you can
2: do the joke. I I think Fine. is my yeah, opinion. So if you
1: haven't even gone out if yet. If
2: you haven't sure. even gone yet. If you've gone on one date, I think the joke still works in my opinion. Fine. Like one date. If you got on three dates
1: and Unless the date was really, really good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I want you to want to get the flowers. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I I I think but if it's been three dates and you're like not sure of if what this is gonna together, be. If I you've slept together no. and you don't want it to be a relationship, the joke isn't good. It's yeah. it's mean because at that point you're like acknowledging it, not doing anything. You're basically saying, "Yeah, we're nothing." You right. know, like and that's it's the like, joke. It I guess but it's to
1: someone who like it, that means a lot to.
2: Right. Well, you idea. don't know. You Problem, would uh, you don't want to make assumptions, yeah. but you would assume. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that ha- a simple happy Valentine's Day with an exclamation point that's is enough. I is enough. I think until four, five, like two months. I think the first two months, that's perfectly fine.
1: Unless you're trying to show that you take the relationship very seriously. Then I think in that case, you've been on four dates. You're making a nice Valentine's Day plan. To me, says like, oh, I'm taking... I Uh, like see this as something.
2: Well, that's a good point because in the... In the bliss, you can't be blissful naivete at that point. You can't be blissfully naive at that point. You, right. if you, if you're three dates in, and you really like this person, I think like Valentine's Day is an opportunity for a reveal.
1: Hundred percent, yeah. Right.
2: So you, you, and and if you're on the other side of that, and you're like, I don't know, I like this person, but I'm not getting what I thought I should be getting. This is the kind of, this is a, a, a hurdle of some sort for you to kind of go, how'd they make me feel this day? And I think like, that's a lot of like our v- advice. Yeah. What we talk about is like, how, you know, I can't tell you what the person's thinking exactly or where they're going. And they, they might not even be able to tell you that either. But like-
1: I think it's a great opportunity. And there's not that many of these that present themselves. If you're interested in someone, you've been on three dates to gauge how seriously they're taking this. Right. To say, what are we doing for Valentine's Day?
2: Well, you- I, and, you also have to have a, I, what annoys me, and this is my feedback to a lot of people out there, is what would make me, I, I think today is the perfect day to go, what would make me feel good on Valentine's Day? No matter mm-hmm. what your relationship status is, start at that. Right. Don't start at, I want what everyone else is getting, I want something. Don't start in vague, because no guy's going to be able to gonna achieve that. So okay. If you start- so let's say
1: you're like, I want a date on Valentine's Day with someone I've been on a few dates with.
2: Right. That that is a, that is like a perfect thing. Like a, right. like a, that's a pass fail. So what do you do? What do you?
1: So then, are you waiting to see if they do it? I or are kinda, you telling them like, hey, or, or should you say, or are, are we gonna do? Did you want to spend Valentine's Day together? I think it's different. <laughs> <said>, and then. <laughs> They are forced to say no. Right. Or,
2: yeah. I, well, I think it starts. At, I think it's, I'm think busy. It, 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 oh, is it coming up? It's a Wednesday. What? You know, like, what? Uh, yeah. Oh, they go to high voice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh. Talking about Valentine's Day? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Wait, what? You think we're in Valentine's Day? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: they found a helium balloon.
0: That's telling. I just don't mm-hmm. know what we're going to do this for Valentine's
2: Day. <laughs>
1: Oh, we had sex. Or or they'll go the, uh, I don't even, I think that's such a stupid holiday.
2: I hate those people. Those are the worst. Those those people, that is a, because it's like an agreed upon opinion that you're allowed to have. They're leaning on like a societal negativity thing that's like allowed. I don't like that. I think the way to go is if you're, based on what you proposed, the three dates, I want a date. You come to the conclusion, I want a date. You go, I would say I'd love to hang with you on Valentine's Day. I like that. That is vague enough where they can come in and really, you know, hit you with love. It's also a reveal. You're letting them know I am, you know, I'm kind of, this this is what I want to, I want, this would make me happy. And you might get dumped. I mean, the day before Valentine's Day, biggest dump day of the year.
1: Great dump day. Great dump day. Let me ask you. What would you say to someone that you went on three dates with that said that you were unsure about that said, I want to spend Valentine's Day together?
2: If they, I'd love to hang with you on Valentine's Day. That's, my- that's
1: a little more relaxed. <laughs>
2: I'd love- I would love to be at a table with you. Like, yeah, yeah you got to get, we got chill a little bit, but I, I love, I would love to hang with you on Valentine's Day. And I wasn't into it or I wasn't like sure, sure I wanted to hang like, with them. Eh. There's two sides of me. Okay. There's the new Jared and the old Jared. Okay,
1: let's hear uh, both.
2: This is there's pre old Jared. Let's start with old Jared. Pre vibes, Jared.
1: Okay,
2: <laughs> there's no, old Jared probably would have gone along with it to make everyone happy.
1: You would have made a plan. Let's
2: see. Maybe i maybe not come over. I would have made a plan. I would have like and like. Oh yeah, totally. Me too. I would have been agreeable. Okay. I think new Jared would have taken stock. This is after sitting during my session with you and Dr. Naomi. <laughs> I think, because I'm trying to be, I think like in my, I think it's like a difference between 30s and 20s. Like right. in your 20s, you're like, yeah, I'll go on the group dinner with people I don't know. You're like, oh, who knows? And then you don't think like, oh, are we going to throw credit cards in the middle? Are we not? Are we going to someone? You don't care because you're in your 20s. Like, let's just go. In my 30s and now I'm like, if I wasn't sure and they were like, "I would love to hang with you on Valentine's Day, I'd be like um, I took stock of that and I thought to myself that didn't make me excited, and I would have to end it because it didn't make me okay. excited well,
0: that's that would good.
2: be that would be my new that's like the you know like the the Instagram versus reality that's like the person I wanna be right, you know, yeah. and something so I'm trying want, to be yeah. better at well, that's, so
1: we're all working on something, so I think that's a great um mentality to have. And we'll see. Maybe you'll get a text like that.
2: You never know. I mean, <laughs> in this day and age. Uh, no, I think that... Uh, what would you want on Valentine's Day? Have you discussed it? You well, we got have your, a reservation. You have a reservation? Yeah.
1: I have to say, Mike is, like, very into, like... You know, he loves Christmas. He, like, likes the, like... hallmark Kind of, like, hallmark, all-American, like cheesy kind of like holidays. This is what I like most about Mike. I think it's really sweet. Yeah, I think it's a nice thing. It's like, um, it's funny because you think, I don't know, he like seems like kind of a logical, like not like that kind of guy, but he actually, he really likes Valentine's Day. He has a
2: childlike sense of wonder. Yes. Yeah.
1: And he has a reservation, which I think is great.
2: I think if I was to give all men like an advice piece like, if I could go back, the ghost of Jared future, if I could, like, rise out of my body, go back to 22-year-old me, I'd be like, become very good at reservations. <laughs> you know, like. Nothing hotter. Nothing yeah. hotter. And also, I like it now. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoy making a reservation, looking at the plays, browsing. I enjoy going to, like, you know, Eater. Like, I just, last night, I'm going to Vancouver, plug city to Vancouver. Second show sold out. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. uh, that shows our audience is growing.
1: Vancouver, because we
2: went to Vancouver and we had like a good yeah, show, it fine, but yeah. it was it wasn't sold out yeah. by any. It was a good show. It was a
1: good showing, but it wasn't sold out. Yeah, Not now sold- you've sold out.
2: First, uh, second show sold out. There's still tickies available for the first show. That's awesome. And it got me because you go skiing. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's the worst week of the year. <laughs>
1: so- <laughs> The worst so, week in the worst month yeah, of, the, of the year.
2: We are two weeks away from the worst day of the year. I think year.
1: you go for it. Give yourself a little B-Day ski trip.
2: I've given myself, I you know when you do like, come on, treat yourself. Then you realize all you do is fucking treat yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've kind of had a lot of that lately.
1: Right. I'm having a me day. Right. It's like, what was yesterday?
2: <laughs> another just me day. Another, right. Right. I'm staying on. on I, I just booked a flight. I booked the flights to Vancouver uh, on that subject and like, the cost was like crazy.
1: Flights are so expensive. It's They're crazy.
2: so expensive. And I was like, come on, it's a it's a me day. You know, like yeah. I, and, and I did Treat that. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah. And I'm like, when have I, yeah. I, uh, so I was looking at it. So I booked it all and I'm like, I'm going to go a night early. I'll do okay. a night early. And then I looked at Whistler. It was like an hour and a half away.
1: Yeah, it's not that close. Not
2: that close. So I, I kind of pulled back on that a little bit. But I don't know. I could find something.
1: To do in Vancouver?
2: Well, I'm going to be there with my significant other, my phone. So yes. um, spending val-
1: Valentine's Day and your birthday. Wow. <laughs> right. It's getting pretty serious. Back-to-back back weeks. Yes. Things are heating yeah. up.
2: So you're going to do, you got the reservation. Do you know where it is yet? Or is this a surprise?
1: Um, no, it's not a surprise. Uh Cheval.
2: Oh, my God. I've yeah. I've never been there. You haven't been? It's a good burger right I here. I think, I don't like to correct people. I think is it's it? Oh, Oh, fuck.
1: I knew I was going to say it wrong. It's Maddie. okay.
2: Maddie? It's oh, o? oh wow!
1: I was right. Wow, I look like for this
2: you. is why I don't like correcting people because I know I'm always wrong.
1: This was amazing for me, Fra. If you, yeah, if, Fra. you had, if you had really listened, in Fra, you probably would have.
2: Well, uh, the O orig- oh, Cheval is in Chicago. They're known yeah. for the burger. That is yes, like
1: the, bur- yes. the
2: burger, It's and the burger, the the bacon on the burger. It is you're gonna. I mean, I'm excited. I don't know about the Valentine's Day love making after this I mean, big fat burger, but <laughs> I'd be out of commission. <laughs>
1: Sorry. All I wanted was a reservation at a restaurant that was not easy to get.
2: That well, you got <laughs> it. That is a right. That's funny. <laughs>
1: exclusivity is the gift It doesn't even matter if it's good or not. Yeah. I just like, the, because to me, it's like, and he, he's learned this from past birthdays or other things. I'm like, if there's a million reservations, it just doesn't feel like you tried that. Right. I want somewhere where when I take a look at it, after you've booked it, there's nothing left. You can't you got get to it. you got to it first.
2: I, I like that policy. And the reason I brought this up, I went and looked ahead on Vancouver to see restaurants and okay. like, what's the hot spots. And it was fun yeah. to like look ahead. But I, I, oh, Cheval, great choice. Love it. The burger. I'm
1: excited. I've never been know, to
2: the New York one, but I've been to the Chicago one. It was good? Unbel- I mean, like, so good. Like, there's places that I send my parents to, and there's places I don't send my My dad was like, That's he still it. talks about
1: it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Mike, if you're listening, you did well. You're, it's up podcast approved. You did um, good,
2: kid. And if O'Shaval wants to send us any, you know reservations and stuff for (laughs) plugging their fucking restaurant
1: burgers yeah for the whole you up team
2: (laughs) um other than that is there anything else to talk about a valentine's day what else anything else for us to prep people for i know what i would want a
1: big fat
2: blowjob
1: yes that's what that seems to be uh (laughs) that seems to be what you want every year every year it's the same
2: as last year but made by reservation
1: Exclusive.
2: Right. I Exc- want to know that right. no one else can get into this okay. blowjob.
1: Would you want it to be a surprise or would you want the person to be like talking it up?
2: I want a surprise, but I want it planned. See, I okay. do this on my Instagram stories <laughs> every year. No one listens to me. I think a planned blowjob, like where you do th- at, let's sometimes blowjobs are just like, uh yeah, I'll throw it in. It feels like you know, right. the fries at all cheval. Yeah. This needs to be planned, thought out. Music taste. I wrote up a whole thing. Did I read this last year, too? I don't remember. I wrote yes, up a Maddie's whole... thing. like, I remember. It was I read it? Yes. Okay. I read it last year. All right. Yes. My yearly reading of the blowjob that every man would want. Okay. Do you, I, did I rewrote you want, it. Did you
1: want to read it well, again? Well, I wrote a new one this okay, year. Okay, let's hear it.
2: I update it every year.
1: For anyone looking for a gift, <laughs> I was going to... Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? Let's hear
2: it. How to plan an amazing Valentine's Day. I just started seeing him. What should I do? Okay. okay. Ahead of Valentine's Day, I uh, I always give my Valentine's Day gift guide, okay? Okay. I would send him a list of give things. Give us your link.
1: The links. <laughs> this is Affiliate my links. Amazon
2: link. I would send him a list of things you need him to bring to your home. Here's the list. One quarter pound of salami. One quarter pound of prosciutto. One quarter pound of capicola. One quarter pound of provolone, half an onion, did head Mike of a lettuce. Did I tell
1: you to, yep. me Mike, this list for you? Mike and
2: I collaborated. Okay. <laughs> Banana peppers, oil, red wine vinegar, salt, pepper, one 12-inch loaf of of soft Italian bread, one small butt plug that vibrates, and a medium vibrator, a hose that can hook up to a bathtub, a gallon of coconut oil, a plush robe, a baby pool, beach chair with a medium-sized hole cut into the seat of the chair, a CD player containing the album Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds live at Luther College. Okay? Okay. Have him arrive at your place with all of the stuff. You're not going to be there yet. There's a note at the apartment reading, put all the food in the kitchen, hook up the hose to the tub, bring it out to the living room, roll up the rug in the living room, place the baby pool with the beach chair in the middle of the pool, put on the Dave Matthews, Tim Reynolds album, cover yourself in oil, put on the robe, leave it open, sit on the chair with your butthole in the cutout hole. Place the hose under your anus and put it on as high as possible. And then you say, I'll be there in 20 minutes. Please sit, close your eyes and enjoy. So now he's sitting in the chair, the hose running up his ass. He's in the open robe, covered in coconut oil, ready to go.
1: Imagine doing all of this and then doing your thing where the person doesn't show up. (laughs) That's a joke, the, the whole where it's a whole joke, <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> at this point, it just—I was joking. <laughs> oh, I was kidding. What? Right. Well, at least you got a nice, you know, bidet treatment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> you get so then you get to the place. You assemble an Italian sub. You get naked, cover yourself in the oil, put the pl- the butt plug in at the same time as the vibrator. You waddle into the living room. At this point. Jimmy, thing should be playing at the time if the timing's right on the Dave Matthews album. Um, Hand him the sub, tell him to eat it. You now blow him. Due to the blood plug and the vibrator, you're physically vibrating. You're now a human fleshlight. Now he's at the most nirvana state that can be accomplished. The hose pushing hot water up his ass, you blowing the sandwich in his mouth. There's a line where Dave says, If you could keep me floating. At that point, you scream at him, Are you floating? Are you floating?
1: this all fit He's, on an Instagram story? Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's going to be like, yes, yes. Then you say, now come, bitch, and don't drop the sandwich. When he comes, light a cigarette and say, happy Valentine's Day, pussy, and watch as the tears of happiness stream down his cheeks. When he proposes, I want to thank you.
1: Okay. That's Jared's That's key to a proposal. It's a simple
2: Valentine's Day gift.
1: I think you should make a video tutorial to go along with <laughs> it because, you know, it sounds a little intimidating. I think you need right. to do a visual demonstration. I got to
2: show people how to make the sandwich. Year. Yes. Yeah, you're right. This for is a whole year, video yeah, series. It's a TikTok we got to get ahead.
1: Yes. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarence Multi Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarence fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarence products. And it's no different with the Clarence Multi Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Fruited Go to Clarence.com slash UUP and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off. A free welcome gift plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows all right should we get into our episode (laughs) um yeah just
2: to reiterate the vancouver date Uh, irvine indianapolis spokane oklahoma city dublin belfast added a third london show
1: Oh wow, third London show. Amazing.
2: Our reach is large in London. Third London show, Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Berlin, Oslo, Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. Sorry to go on. That's incredible. Let's do it. Okay. What do we talk about today? All right.
1: Hello. I appreciate you all having blunt good advice and I'm open to I'm hoping to snag some. I'm a twenty eight year old woman who's been single for over two years. (gasps) During the singledom, it's been my first time using dating apps. In the past, I've always dated folks from school or work and have had established friendships before we dated. I found a guy, 31, who I'm interested in from an app. We both agree that we have emotional chemistry, physical, physical attraction, great sex, similar goals for the future, common fundamental beliefs, and we have a lot of fun every time we are together. While we have some differences, we are able to respect each other and easily talk through any issues." The biggest hurdle we have is time. At the beginning of our relationship, we met up often and talked on the phone, and I was ready to commit to him. As things have progressed, we've had a few weekend trips, and I have had five weeks of travel for work. We still saw each other once a week and sent a message or two a day, but most of the time is catching up on what, what's going on in our lives. It hasn't felt as romantic as it did in the beginning. Neither of us are great texters, so it's hard to have a meaningful conversations while away. We've been seeing each other exclusively for about five months. We are both are we are both interested in continuing to see each other. But when I asked him about how we could progress out of a five month situationship and into something more solid, he said he just needs to get to know me better. He mentioned that in his in his one past relationship, he knew on the first date that she was the one and had the spark. Clearly, she's not the one.
2: Right. Well, that that is one of those blunders you don't <laughs> say. You, you probably thought he was sounding hot to her, and right. now he's like five months in. No. He's like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that.
1: I don't think men realize just how how much we, we cling on to anything they're saying early in the game. Like, if you tell someone that you were like something in date one through three, like, we will remember that.
2: I absolutely, it's something I've learned throughout my life that, you guys remember
1: all of it, everything. Even, it is,
2: it is like you play a recording to yourself after the date to memorize things. Yeah. Like it's it, it's like, called listening. It, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, it's like you listen to right. something and then you internalize it and then you believe it.
2: Yeah, I don't even know what you guys are doing. I, I hear these things in one ear, out the I other. I told you this I'm,
1: recurring joke that I still have with Mike, where we were early. I was like stressing out about something mm. with him, like some anxiety about our relationship, and it was like. And it was like two AM and he said to me, this was like probably five or six dates in. He's like, You can always wake me up if you're like feeling stressed or anxious about something. And then I constantly bring that up. He's like, I do not believe that right. at all. Like I said that one time. I didn't really mean it. It was before we were like right. now that we're like I that's not true right. anymore. But I was
2: trying to fuck you. Exactly.
1: I said anything.
2: Yes. Come on. Yeah. This, so uh,
1: don't say stuff if you don't
2: uh, mean it. I go on days I just don't talk the whole time. I'm like
1: Are you writing this down?
2: Right? Yes. Okay.
1: (laughs) Um, In my past relationships, I've always been friends, and it was after knowing each other for six to 12 months before we realized that we have some romantic connection, and the next step was taking a physical leap. We both kind of feel stuck in this situationship limbo with uncertainty on next steps. We both are willing to spend more time together, and I suggested a weekend where we spend a full three days together. I feel like after the weekend trips with friends or significant others, I know if I want them to be in my life or if it will never work. It's been hard to find an entire weekend where we don't have bridal showers, baby showers, family trips planned in the next month. I want to know if things will work out sooner rather than later because situationships are just stressful. We've been spending a day during the weekend when we may be free, but it doesn't feel like enough to make a decision on a serious relationship. My question is, is there such a thing of when you know, you know, should we be feeling this he slash she's the one after five months? Or is the fact that we just haven't seen each other a valid issue that's worth working through? Any ideas on how to grow our situationship into a functioning relationship? Sincerely, stuck in limbo.
2: It's very interesting email. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't think this is about is there such a thing as when you know you know. I know that's like the overall – she's like she. – it is interesting. I can only speak to the emailer. Like the emailer here, it's like she's pretty – she's as vague as he is.
1: Yeah. I mean, to me, the weirdest part of this whole – Situation is that they've decided to be exclusive when they don't even know if they want to date.
2: Well, that's uh, this is pre like breakup. I call this the pre breakup. Okay. He knows this ain't going to go forever.
1: So, why is he agreeing to be exclusive? Well, with her?
2: he's because I mean, this is exclusive, but not in a relationship thing is all bullshit. Right. He is afraid of breaking up with her. So, he's like, let me keep her on, you know, in this other zone that a breakup doesn't need to be as bad but it's just as bad like he's mm-hmm. he's miss seeing this thing i think the biggest thing is when when she says when he's like you know they've been doing this five months and then she's like how do i get out of this situation you're in a relationship like i i don't think that this needs to be more thought out than it is and i think she doesn't even know what she wants from a relationship and she's never going to find it out with him because he's keeping her at arm's length
1: right but that's, to me, it's so weird that they have this like contractual agreement right. that they're exclusive while not even making the time to see each other. It's like, what's the, why don't you just like go on a date and this is person you sort of like go on dates with while dating other people.
2: Well, I guess what she's saying is, I, I it my I guess my interpretation is that she's like, well, once he digs in, then I'll know if I want to be in this relationship. She's like looking for this healthy thing. Right. And then agreeing to the most unhealthy thing. Which is like, I'll see you when I see you. Kind of, but we're together. You know, like, because when she says to him, you know, I want, um, she wrote this, like, when she says to him that, like, the five, I had five weeks of travel for work when she says, uh, we, no, we've been seeing each other exclusively for about five months. We're both interested in continuing to see each other. But when I asked him how he would uh, could progress out of a five-month situation, but into something more solid, he said he just needs to know me better. It's like the only way he gets to know you better is by digging into this. Right. So it, it's like a if he doesn't dig in, then you can't get to know each other better. And if you can't get to know each other better, he's just going to stay in this one zone of like, we fuck and we see each other when we see each other.
1: Right. So to me, it's like, what's the point? And again, it's kind of like, if I don't know you, to me, again, the weird thing on her end and on his end is like, why would I agree to only see you if I still don't feel like I know you very well? <laughs> well like, wouldn't that be like the prerequisite to even getting to that phase? Like, why can't they just date and date? Because other he's, people?
2: Uh, well, he's doing what I, you know, he's afraid of a breakup. He's afraid of, uh, I mean, it goes back to the Valentine's Day conversation we just had.
1: Well, how did he even get into this situation where they're exclusive?
2: Well, I think you. a lot of times with dating, it's like, you know, again, to, back to the women hear everything. They also have a very good track of time. Okay. You know, the idea yeah. that she's sitting here five months in. He's going, five months? You know, I I've don't know. It sounds <laughs> like he's seen her like six times. <laughs> right. Like, to him, it's like. Oh, well, we were just chilling. You know, it, it, it's not, you know, it's like one person's keeping all the, the notes and the scheduling and the other person is just like being updated with it.
1: So why doesn't he say when she says, how can we progress out of this five month situationship into something more solid? Why doesn't he say, I don't think I'm looking for that right now.
2: I don't think this is back to her.
1: It's a little too vague.
2: Like to me, that's like, what's your five year plan? Like She's it's like, like,
1: I want to make this into a real thing.
2: Well, she doesn't say that. She says, "How do we progress?" You know, like I, I. It's to
1: big, me, but it's also like he knows what she means.
2: I think he knows what she means, but he doesn't. I think it's it, to me this is something that's scary. Okay. I think when it's when you don't know the specifics of what that even means to her, then you go into well, she wants to get married. We're gonna have to move in. Like you go, you go straight to the steps that aren't the get to know you fun things. That what a relationship she, makes.
1: What should she say then?
2: I don't know what she's missing. You know, I if she's she like says time. Well, if she says she says time, but then they've spent a lot of time together. Like it seems like they're they're doing things together. Like they're, you know when she's like we 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 would have had three days together. It's like, yeah, I mean, if you had one day together, that's pretty good. You one know,
1: full day, <laughs> right? Yeah,
2: it's not like the you know. Right. But what does that mean? What what do you how do you want to spend your time? What mm-hmm. aren't you getting right now? And and honestly, for her. It could still like I'm not usually the person to say this, but like it could be like, hey, I just want to know that I'm uh, I'm being monogamous with you. I want to know that you're being monogamous with me. And I guess the exclusivity thing is that. Right. But when you say, yeah, I'm in for that, but without the label of boyfriend, girlfriend, you're like, why are you hedging?
1: Well, that right. Well, that happened. That sometimes happens when you're like relying too much on these labels. Right. It's like you're trying to get to the label thing. It's like, oh, I'm trying to get to the exclusive. But like, what does that even mean to you? It's like once you're exclusive, he doesn't act differently than he did before. Right. Like you said, she should talk about the things that she actually wants to happen instead of the label on it. So instead of being like, I want to be like, progress this into a real relationship, be like, I want to see you Multiple times a week. Well, I guess. I want to feel like there's we're we're making time for each other. Because it it
2: feels like she's keeping, like, I I, she's not 100% right just because she wants to be exclusive. You know, like. Right in what way? Like, like, I think sometimes in these emails it's like, oh, here's a woman that wants to dig in and see what this is. And this guy's getting dragged along. It's like, I don't know what this is to her. It feels like she's like keeping count of the times of of the week and like when is it enough? Well so she's it's like, like I'm
1: exclusively with this guy that I don't even really know that well.
2: Right. Well what do you so what are you asking for? That's what you I'm know, saying. Th- that's, yeah. th- that's the thing where you go, hey, I, I think it's less like I want to see you twice a week. I think that's even like I don't want to date someone who's like I gotta see you twice a week.
1: But someone who's like I don't feel like we see each other that much. And if I'm dating someone I want to be feel like I see them often.
2: Absolutely. So like hey what's the plan next week? What's the plan next week? And then he goes, "Um, I'm doing a bunch of shit. Can't hang out. Okay. Well, what's the plan for us the week after that? And then he's like, I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet. And it's like, when do you think of us together and getting to know me? Right. Right. Like, I think those questions put him in a position of you kind of realizing you're not the priority.
1: Yeah, and I think if there isn't any urgency to see someone that you're dating after five months, and like you're kind of like, "I'll see you when I see you," right? Unless that's cool with her, and there are some people who kind of like that style of relationship. It doesn't sound like she's one of them. Mm. Unless she's that's that's cool with her, I feel like that would be a sign that you weren't maybe a match, or the way that you that you weren't that into each other.
2: I guess I guess that's the, yes, but also I want to make sure like she's got to say like. Hey, next week, I got this thing with friends. I want you to come. Like, are you doing that? that
1: sounds like she's trying to, like, make this weekend happen.
2: Right. But, it, you know, she's, make, she's trying to make a hypothetical three-day weekend. Like, right. I, I do understand every relationship has to go from me to we at some point. It has to evolve. Yes. It sounds like they're still in the me stage. And she is thinking in we's and he's thinking in me's. Well, she's in limbo. Because she's like... Well, she's accepting it. She's you know? like, I'm
1: with this person, but I'm not with this person. I don't really know what I'm doing here, but I technically have this label, which is... That's always when... Relationship stress and anxiety comes mm. from a lack of communication. Right. And lack of being on the same page.
2: And and they are on very different pages. That's yes. a, I think that goes back to the me-we thing. Like, she's like, okay, we can't find a three-day weekend. <laughs> and, and he's like, I have shit to do that weekend. You know, it's like... I think more than labels, more than all this other stuff that she's like kind of in the weeds on, it's like what you you're thinking of like, hey, what's this week? what's this month? like you you and Mike have a have a calendar together
1: mm-hmm.
2: right right like you you know what next week with Mike is gonna be. You know uh, oh, cheval is the reservation for Valentine's Day. like that's part of like a relationship and not having the anxiety is going yeah, we got this plan for that. It's, it's always no big deal. Right. Because you're negotiating. It feels like she's negotiating against herself.
1: Yeah, I mean, it feels like she's just much more invested in this than the other person right. is.
2: So. When someone says to you, like, I don't know if I'm there yet, and you're there.
1: After five months, I think it's time to move on.
2: Yeah, I, I, I just, right. And, yeah. and I think this goes way back to that Valentine's Day thing of like, someone says to you, I would love to hang with you on Valentine's Day, and then you go, "All right, let's do it," or you go, "I'm not ready for that." Yeah, and and she's put him at that position. It seems like many times, but not accepted. He and he's not bailing, and she's not cutting.
1: Right. Well, she should cut. I think that's the move. That uh, to me, that's the move because she's the one. He's not stressed. She's stressed, so she can say. This doesn't feel good to me. I don't feel like I'm enjoying this because I'm not really like getting the, I don't feel like I'm getting to know you any better. I don't feel like anything's progressing. Right. And doesn't feel like you're making the time to do that. So I'd rather find someone who's like really interested in doing that.
2: Right. Cool. And back to the question that I said wasn't even the question and now it's like becoming more the question. She writes, my question is, is there this thing is when you know, you know? Like it, it, to me, when I read that the first time you think, oh, is she asking for him? Because at the beginning of her he email, should, right. like he's like, I'm not, you know, I knew with the first one. Right. You know, and now she, he's like, with you, I'm still trying to figure this thing out. And it's like, she's also asking for herself because it's like, how will I know if I uh, know if he won't hang out with me?
1: Well, I think the thing you can know, and you do know pretty clearly, is if you want to make the person a priority to see and spend more time with. Right. I don't necessarily think you have to know, oh, this person's the one, this person. I think, again... It's weird that he said he knew th- that the other person was the one because he's not with that person mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, Guess but not. I, I think by five months in, you can know, is this something I want to uh, put more time and effort into?
2: Right. And then instead of making excuses right. or like negotiate with someone, am I still playing with them on the, on the field of dating?
1: Agreed. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi whole body deodorant.
2: Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending them in. Jared and Jordana. A while back, you read an awkward sex story that reminded me of a similar experience. Back in 2019, I was dating a guy who lived a quick 10-minute drive from my apartment. On Tuesday nights, he would come over for dinner in the latest 90-day fiancé episode. One of those nights, we finished dinner, then retreated to my bedroom for some sexy time. After we finished and got dressed, he, we laid back down on my bed and put on the show. A few minutes into the show, he started tugging on the crotch of his shorts and saying, ow. I asked him what was going on down there. He responded that it felt like a pubic hair was being pulled on. I joked,
1: hey. <laughs> Subtle. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. This is getting hot. I jokingly said, maybe you have a bug in your pants. He stood up, dropped his shorts, to our dismay, a medium-sized roach stared back at us, frozen amid the the sudden flood of light in his warm... This person turned into a poet randomly. He stood up and dropped his shorts, to our dismay, a medium-sized roach stared back at us, frozen amid the sudden flood of light in his warm nook. We both screamed... That's my boyfriend, flicked it off his dick and stomped on it. I dropped on the floor to ensure it was dead, then sat back on the bed speechless. Even though I kept my bedroom clean, I felt slightly embarrassed. My unit was on the first floor facing the pool, so it was not unusual to find a random bug inside. I just never expected one to end up on top of my boyfriend's dick. Thankfully, this did not scare him off. (laughs) And we have been happily married since April 2022. I occasionally bring up, hey, remember that time a roach was nuzzling around your balls? We oh both God. laugh and shudder and then make sweet love thinking of the bug. No, i <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, the ballsy cockroach.
1: I like the idea of him screaming.
2: Right. Well, I love the idea of like they lift up the shorts and there's just two people and then the bug like... <laughs>
1: And then like, what, like the, how, how, how did the scream sound? Also? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, oh, there's what? something on my dick. <gasps> <laughs> I mean, that'll, that kind of like, it's funny. Cause I do feel like there's like a hot way for someone to respond right. to something like that. And then there's like.
2: Well, I, I, <laughs> what's the hot way? Oh, ooh. Just
1: like calm. Just a, 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 <laughs> just a calm. <laughs> just calm. Like, oh. Ugh, or something, oh, but like to a scream. bug. Is a What's the scream like?
2: I, if I saw a bug in my dick, I'd be like, "Get away from me,
1: everyone!" <laughs> and then you'd see
2: me running <laughs> naked down the street. It, that and that was the last time I, know, I saw Jared. Everyone,
1: yeah. Get an exterminator, bitch!
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I oh, see a naked hate guy. Bugs. So gross.
2: Would you kill a bug in the house, or is that Mike's job?
1: Um, I think I would ask him to do that, but I feel like he wouldn't be that into it. No, he'd be like, "You do it."
2: <laughs> we live with him now. Yeah, <laughs> you and the bug. I. Yeah, I'm not like I, I. I would be able to shake this off pretty quickly.
1: On your penis, the bug on your. I'd be like worried that it was like laying eggs or something. I don't
2: right. know. Right. It would. It would worry me about my penis. You know, I would, yeah. I would, I would have to have some, you know, thought and prayers.
1: What if it was? What if it came out of her vagina?
2: If a bug crawled out of a woman's vagina, I would be like, I, I think that's the net, the end for me. I, I think that's the <laughs> double standard. That yeah, no, it's an inside outside thing. Yeah, <laughs> if, if, if a bug just creepy crawled out of a fucking vagina, be hard
1: to come back from.
2: I would scream so. I'd be like, there's a fucking <laughs> bug in your vagina. What the fuck
1: is going on in there? And she'd be like, It's yours. It's, our,
2: it's ours. It's our baby. That's the only way I would laugh. They're like, We
1: had a baby.
2: That'd be fun.
1: <laughs> that's well, only If this ever happens to you, I would be like, You need to clean your apartment.
2: I'd be like, You need to clean your vagina.
0: <laughs>
1: your apartment. That would be so disgusting. They're both gross, but I agree. Does this that happen? No.
0: I don't oh know Oh, my
1: god no I don't know people's pH levels no that's I mean you would think actually it would be like a good host spot it's like a moist warm, warm yeah you're thing. right it's so gross
2: I'm surprised well you know they they you know when you hear those like numbers of like you swallow 7 spiders, spiders in your life
1: yeah I think, I think it was about, a year
2: a year I think about
1: that all the time
2: hey I... I just keep thinking of like me sleeping yeah, mouth open,
1: totally open, just like drool, and then just zzz, walks right in. Right, just yeah. crawling. I wonder if that's true, if it's like an average for like including people who probably like sleep outside more often or something.
2: Right, those outside sleeping people.
1: You know, like people who are <laughs> sleeping in. Right, right, sir. right. No,
2: I, I agree. Like uh, my spider intake has to be smaller, lower, right. lower than. But maybe
1: on average, um, it's coming out.
2: I now have this like. Vision of a bug crawling out of a vagina that I might not be I'm able sorry. to lose. I'm I. i, <laughs> I,
1: I <laughs> I'm glad I could give that to you in the audience.
2: Yeah, that is got, a really
1: bad visual. It's a
2: bad visual. And usually I get turned on by these things.
1: That's true. This usually you'd be like more into it.
2: Yeah, this is the one less into it. Unless she planned on the cockroach coming out of her vagina.
1: That would be better?
2: I don't know. I like the planning aspect of it. But no, it's... <laughs> it's pretty bad what do you call this one
1: um i like maddie's idea she had the cockroach right That's classic
2: That's don't classic. let the
1: bed bugs bite cuddle bug Papa pop a roach Papa
2: roach i like all these a bug's life
1: oh i like that
2: a bug's life yes. that was my thought maybe you
1: guys could keep it as a but a cockroaches in general are really disgusting
2: well, they're like the oldest, right? Aren't they're they? Like, they like
1: survive like any kind, like a nuclear war. They would survive or something. They'll be like the last things left on Earth.
2: Or a vagina.
1: Or a, yeah, or a vagina where maybe they've laid eggs. <laughs> Cockroach. Disgusting. Comes
2: out of a vagina. Hey, that's where I go. Ew. <laughs> I don't
0: awesome. like this at all. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy.
1: Jay and Jay, absolutely love you guys and, and how real you keep it. I'll get right into it. My, keep it real. My ex boyfriend broke up I with hate me. People
2: who say that. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it real.
1: We're full of shit. Yeah.
2: My ex boyfriend. Totally
1: my ex boyfriend broke up with me about a year ago, and I was an absolute heartbroken mess. It was completely one sided breakup. He was my first ever boyfriend, first love, and as they say, those cut the deepest. Fast forward to now, and I've met someone else, and it's starting to get serious. He knows I was in a serious relationship about a year ago and my ex-boyfriend has come up in stories very innocently and casually. We haven't really talked about details of our relationship or why it didn't work out. In the beginning, when he asked about it on the third or fourth date, I had brushed it aside and said, I don't know, I don't want to get into it. And after that, he's never really pushed. For some reason I'm getting the feeling that the new boy assumes I broke up with my ex, since I'm now so over it and casual about <laughs> referencing stories. Are you? Okay. And even though Toad's I know I should <laughs> And even though I know I shouldn't, I feel a little embarrassed if the topic did come up to tell the full truth. I.e. he broke up with me and I was a sobbing mess for months. I know this sounds immature, but I feel that this detail makes me seem undesirable or that he'll be turned off that I was the dumpy. Jared, would this turn you off? Jordana, you seem to be so open with past rejections. You get rejected all the time. What's that like for you? Yeah. You seem Which I to be so
2: cool with all the rejections and the loneliness. Over and, and
1: over, over
0: and
1: over. <laughs> However, any past rejections from college or years ago, I'm fully able to laugh at. And I do laugh about this more real breakup with my friends and family in a self-deprecating, oh, don't worry, your situation couldn't worse than the time I started soberly historically crying during a yoga class kind of way but for some reason telling a new love interest about a ten, a relatively recent rejection that is very personal and wasn't just from some stupid three months long fuck boy is harder less funny and makes me feel pathetic additionally how important is it to talk about past relationships in depth to me it seems like this would make your partner understand you more and deepen your connection but is this really necessary best and insecure bitch
2: an interesting Email. Yeah. I guess I'll answer my question. Would this turn me off someone had been dumped? Mm-hmm. No.
1: Right.
2: I, I don't think lesser of dumped versus the dumpy. dumpy. Yeah. Um, also, I don't agree with someone she wrote about, like, this ain't just some three-month thing. You could feel you could horrible feel about, too, yeah. about a three-month thing. I always say this about The Bachelor. People know that I'm a Bachelor fan. You see, on that first episode, people cry and they get made fun of. Rightfully so. I like to make fun of people, but I do understand why they cry. I, I can, I can, I can get that because when you get when something ends, no matter how long, how how much, it's a rejection. It's a rejection, and it makes you think of like eh, the whole your whole universe. Right. It makes you think of so. Like this is to offer empathy to anyone going through a breakup. Like. Yeah, you feel how you feel, and it sucks to feel that way. Like, when I see those people in The Bachelor, I make fun— I always make fun of it, but—
1: <laughs> <laughs> I always rip them apart. Right. While but While knowing. I, well, well,
2: yeah, while knowing that, like— you know, you're going. I brought my li- I picked my life up. I told my friends. I told my family. Like you could be crying for so yeah, many thousands not, of reasons. I've told it's all a national these people
1: rejection in front of national television. Right. Even and in
2: even the three month I I I was bragging to my friends how great a guy they were, how good a yeah. girl they were, whatever. All of that works into the 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 and especially nowadays with the internet and social media. Maybe you have a post out there you gotta take down and it feels like you're being watched by your friends, which you're not, but it does feel that way. So, a little bit. <laughs> you're being watched, but like yeah. no one cares, No one cares. cares.
1: Right. That's different. You know, people yeah. go,
2: people talk, but they don't care. It's right. just something that's, it's the weather. Yes. So, you know, I, I don't, so if I heard that someone like, if, if I was dating someone, they're like, ah, I had a breakup that really like crushed me. I, I would be like, I would assume it's a part of the maturing process. Yeah. Like it's a part of finding out who you are and crying. Oh, I even cried soberly in a yoga class. I go, oh yeah, I yeah. can understand. You know, and and also I would, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure if I was dating someone, I would. It would probably track with their kind of who they are as a person.
1: Yeah, and you would imagine. I mean, to me, the fact that she won't mention it is like. To me a little bit of a sign that she hasn't fully worked through it. Right. Because she says she's fine with other rejections that she's had in the past. She can laugh about those. The mm. fact that she's so afraid of talking about it, to me, if I were the boyfriend it would be much more of the issue than her having like a nice, vulnerable, intimate conversation with me where she tells me about part <laughs> vulnerability is basically sharing like an insecurity. Right. And even saying like I'm uh, to to the boy the new boyfriend, like I'm a little worried that you're going to like think I'm kind of pathetic, but I do. But I was like, so you can say that like that's like a that's sharing an insecurity. That's letting someone know that that you you know how you're feeling.
2: Right. And it almost it sounds like in her email that like she's not even allowing herself to categorize this as like a big life moment for her. Yeah. Like she's almost embarrassed that like any all relationships are different. Always they hit you because you're at different ages, too. Like you you spoke differently about them. You thought of them differently. I have to ask you, you you've you talked on this show mm-hmm. about having like a, a situationship that you tried to make work and then it didn't work. And, you you know, I don't think Yeah, uh, that was something
1: uh, I was very I was I was nervous to share mm-hmm. because, again, I did kind of think it made me look like a little pathetic mm-hmm. or it made me look not like I wasn't that wasn't the coolest look for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think I shared that with a lot of people, but I think as I went through therapy and I learned like, that's kind of like what part of what makes me who I am is that I had this experience, what I learned from it, um, how I got out of it. That's like a big part of my story and who I am. And so like someone who's going to think that, I'm like a pathetic loser for being on and off with someone for many years who didn't want to date me is probably not going to be like that interested in me when they get to know me anyway.
2: For sure. And I know discussing things on this show sometimes is easier than in your home life.
1: Like, hundred yeah. percent. I,
2: I know that yeah, from yeah. my own experience. Like when you've talked about it with Mike, what are those conversations like? You know, like, mm. and because and, for this person, they're worried about like, you know, I'm sure they were like helped by writing to us, but that was kind of the easiest part. Yeah. And they probably hear their words right now. They're listening right now. They're going, "Oh my god, they're talking about my email whatever." But then it's like, "Okay, you got to I mean, when you talked about the situationship with Mike, what is that conversation like?"
1: I think it was like um again, it's like it you want the person to be like understanding. We don't talk about it all the time, of but course. like I think when it, it came up in the beginning, when we were talking about like our dating histories, and you know, for me, I'm kind of like, yeah, I wasn't, I haven't been in a relationship in a long time. I was in this thing which was really unhealthy for me. That was kind of this like toxic back and um, up and down situationship for many years, mm. and it took up a lot of my headspace, and it took me a really long time to get out of it, and I had to go to therapy for it. And um, part of like sharing that is sharing again who you are, right? And I think. For and you know, for him, it was not something that was a turnoff for him. But I think it also got it got him to open up about his past for situations because he also has um, has exes and people that he used to date that I think he feels probably insecurities around himself. And so, like, if someone's sharing that with you, then the person doesn't. It's like a real relationship isn't two people t- saying like how cool they are, right. showing each other how cool <laughs> they are constantly. It's like two people saying like times that they were rejected or we're like on the like losing end of things and that's kind of what brings you closer that's what makes someone feel like human not this like pedestal version of them that's like so cool all the time
2: right and and vulnerable produces vulnerable is totally right and, and in addition to that like if someone came to me with that conversation I would have embarrassing things about when I was on the other side of those yeah. situations or on the dump and the dumpy side, you know, like yeah,
1: just because you're the dumper doesn't mean that you you're not embarrassed about embarrassed or or bad about something. Right. Like
2: think about someone who cheated and then yeah. they go, I don't you know, once a cheater, always a cheater. I'm sure they carry that with them. They go, oh, what's this person going to think? I ended it because I cheated or right. whatever, you know, so.
1: Well, that's why to me it's so much less important what the a- the actual facts of your past to me are not. Nearly as important as the way that you're talking about them because right. the way that you're talking about them shows how you think about them. So, again, someone who's like – who says that they've cheated before to someone – I would not date someone because they said they had cheated on someone before, but I would date some – I wouldn't date someone who said I I've cheated on someone before and I don't want to talk about it and right. I don't think it was a big deal or – it's just not, it's not relevant. But if I would, I wouldn't mind if someone's, it, it's almost a better thing to date someone who's like, I'm, I've cheated on someone before and I felt awful about it. And I said, I'll never do that again. And I went through so much work to make sure that like, my whole view towards relationships was changed, you know, what? something, right. whatever. Well, I, that's, like, that
2: is the only thing that would make me unattractive mm-hmm. is if they were like, if they didn't, if, cause something she's kind of angling towards is like, this person had this effect on me and that's what I'm embarrassed about I am dumpy they are dumper right. they and it's like if you had that dramatic of a response to getting having a relationship ended I think you gotta open up the world a little bit about what else is wrong
1: well that's, it wasn't you know right. like well, that's why the weird thing is that you won't talk about it to right is a bigger sign than
2: totally it's- not talking about it is not. Like, like taking ownership admit, of like, hey, I went a little far. Right. Like it's maybe not, she hasn't
1: fully worked through it.
2: Right, and that, that's yeah. where that's the thing where like a therapist, a professional would come in, because you go. Like, I'm just, I, I just know that you go, and that guy dumped me, and then I was a mess. And it's like, that's not, nothing is one plus well, one equals two.
1: It's like, if you won't talk about something, or if you won't look at it in the mirror, it's because you have, like, a little bit of a complex about it. Like, if you won't step on a scale, it's because you're a little afraid of your weight. If you mm. won't look at your bank account, it's because you're, like, a little financially insecure. There's, right. like, something about, like, if you won't face it, you haven't worked... Through it psychologically, you're not comfortable with it. So I would work on getting. I don't think she has to immediately tell him everything, but I would work maybe some side on a side note by yourself, right? Getting comfortable with how you feel about that situation, why it was so, um why it was it had such a big effect on you. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not wrong that it did, but I think just like figuring that out, and then when you're bringing it to someone you want to get closer with and be more intimate with, you'll have. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now.
2: Let's play some games. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com keeps sending in your games into the show this week we're playing a new game called who comes first presented by bumble on valentine's day and every day bumble is all about putting yourself first and being in control of your own dating life i you know there's ways to make we're yourself just talking first. about
1: this me time
2: me time self-care uh making boundaries letting people know how you feel these are all about making sure you're okay And we asked you to submit your stickiest dating situations on Instagram. And now we're going to decide who comes first, you or your date. I like this. I like this. So who comes first? You ready? I'm ready. They want to go on a date across town, but you're feeling like staying in. They come first or do you come first?
1: That's a good one. It's tricky. Um, Depends on the date, but.
2: This is interesting.
1: I think. I think they come first early in the, the, the
2: game. Yeah, I guess it depends on what date this yeah. is.
1: Yeah. Like, if it's like it, early and you've made a plan. Right. I think, or you, I think it's best way, the best, like we were just talking about this on the episode that's coming out on Sunday with Jay Shetty. Yeah. Um, like you want to do something, you don't want to be like having a first date in your apartment sitting on your couch. You want right. to do an activity.
2: Well, we kind of talked about it. If Could you go back to last week, the Sunday special, when I went on the date and the person wasn't drinking. Right. You know, Go a little I, out of your comfort zone. Well, and it's like it, and in that scenario, I thought a lot about that scenario since I was talking about it with a, another friend of mine. And it, I don't know if I made it clear on this on the episode, but it's like it did feel like it was like, let me see if you're worthy right. of my drink. And again, week, I don't think
1: that was it, but I see what you're saying. Right. Well, if someone yeah, says me, felt. Yeah. I
2: do drink. I'm not doing dry January. I will not drink tonight. It's like, oh, I guess I haven't made the cut yet.
1: Right, or maybe they're like a little worried about what they're like when they drink. That could be that too. And that was, the.
2: but they don't want to say that on a first date. Well, at that point, that's not, that's maybe you shouldn't issue. be on the date, maybe, you know? Yeah. I, but I would say if someone like first date was like, they want to go across town, I'm like, I want to stay in, but we made the first date. I'm going to, they they come they first. They come
1: first, we agree. They come first. Okay, next one. Go for it. You want to delete your dating apps, but they think it's too soon.
2: Um, I'm going to, you come first here yeah. I because I, I, I guess I have to live by the the reveal here it's like I want to be off the apps I'm off them you can still be on them let's see how long this lasts
1: yeah I agree you come first because if you're what are you going to stay on the apps I don't want to hi I don't want to be here but the guy <laughs> I'm seeing uh, hasn't deleted his ah. apps like, that's very
2: funny yeah. you,
1: can't, you can't really do that I agree you hey you how you first. been
2: today hey I, I've been okay my boyfriend won't get off this app so I'm talking to you <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just here till I get the okay, the green light to delete. <laughs> right. Um,
2: what are you doing this weekend? Um, looking through my boyfriend's phone, <laughs> see if he had deleted this, so I can get off this fucking hellscape.
1: I agree. You come first. Yeah. Okay. You got one more.
2: They want you to move into their big apartment, but you live in your dream apartment.
1: Um.
2: They come first. You come first. So you move we into. Both their have big, great apartments. Right. Is it like, a big? Is it a small? Can we change it to a, small apartment? Yeah. They want you to move into their small apartment, but you live in your dream apartment.
1: Um, if it's, I would say I come first, they can move in with me.
2: Right. Let me change this. They have a big apartment in a bad, in a part of town you don't want to live in. You have a small apartment in a great part of town.
1: What a random, uh, query. <laughs> 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 okay. I have a small apartment in a better location yes. and they have a big apartment in a, in a, in a, locati- a undesirable
2: location. location for your life.
1: Um, and I have the ba- I have the bad location. I have the good location.
2: You got the good location, small apartment.
1: I think they've got to move to me because location, location, location. <laughs> right? If
2: my significant other said that, the location, I mean, location, location. Yeah. I mean,
1: what do we have? Like four kids? Because then, like, yeah, we right. need the bigger apartment. If it's just the two of us, like, what is what is our day to day? Like, do we go out a lot? Do we like where do we work?
2: Ooh, I guess. I yeah, I guess. The- I've done this before. They That's come first. I, I, I
1: <laughs> clearly they come yeah. I,
2: I've I've done this one. But yeah, I would say they come first because you know, the neighborhood
1: I think when the beginning also in the beginning of dating, I think the neighborhood is like <laughs> important because you wanna be able to you're living together and so you wanna also be able to like do activities without them and see your friends right. and you know, like have a life without them. If right. the two of you move to the middle of nowhere together, right? But you have a huge apart. If you have a huge house in the middle of nowhere, but the only thing you've got is each other, I don't think that's great for the relationship.
2: Probably not. I guess let's let's add another thing. Let's say a global pandemic is right <laughs> is coming down the hallway. Getting
0: oddly specific toward, okay. towards
2: <laughs> towards things. Would you? Re- no, I'm, I, I they come yeah. first. I, I mean, I, if
0: there's
1: a global pandemic and everything is closed and it's only the space, of course. We should, we should live in the bigger space in the middle of nowhere.
2: You would think. Yes. Well, I, I say they come first. I would go to their neighborhood. Okay. Well, loving and respecting yourself can, can and should coexist with wanting to find a partner. And when you take care of yourself first, you attract people at that level. Bumble puts women first so they can take charge of their dating journeys. I'm a big Bumble fan. I like the idea of getting out there. Hey, I match with you. Let you talk first. Setting your own standards. Setting your own standards. I'm a a big Bumble fan. When you date on Bumble, you come first. Download Bumble and start swiping today. Jordana, we did it.
1: We did it. Proud of us.
2: We solved dating again. Another episode in the books.
1: And we'll see you on Sunday with a very special guest. And happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. The UUP podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at uup.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com.
0: Betches.